Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Brian, I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Megan, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Wendy, and I'm a former Hallmark hater. Ooh, and this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Well, hello, everybody. A big day today, a monumental day, day, not just because the girls got homework here, but also because Dan's not here. Yeah. Um, And I don't think those two things (laughs) are necessarily connected. We can't say they're not. Uh, We can't say they're not. Dan claims he has the flu and he will not be with us uh, uh, today, tomorrow. Uh, But... I don't know. I'm okay. not saying anything, but I thought we had a good time on the Girls Gone Hallmark podcast. But, uh, but you know, what never can you can do? Tell you, you never, you never can tell uh, with him. <laughs> Megan and Wendy, uh, welcome. You're from the Girls Gone Hallmark podcast. Tell us all about uh, your podcast for the folks that don't know. Thank you so much for having us. We are the Girls Gone Hallmark, and as Wendy hinted, uh, our podcast started. We're watching, and she thought, let's throw these bonus Hallmark reviews in another podcast we were doing and it became its own thing. So I remain the Hallmark lover and Wendy is the sometimes former Hallmark hater. I'm, com- two of us. I'm coming around. Wendy, you, uh, you're, you're, you're more on board than Dan is though, right? Like you, you, uh, I don't, on the day. it depends <laughs> on the day. It really depends on the day. Has has Dan ever enjoyed a movie more than you? Like, have you ever listened and heard Dan say something and you're like, what are you talking about? This is pure trash. Well, sometimes uh, when I hear that he hates it, I go, oh, God, thank God I wasn't the only one. Um, But I I think there are movies that he likes that I don't. Well, can I tell you, I was a little nervous coming into today, making my notes, thinking I'm not... Uh, my heart isn't prepared for Dan to hate this movie, <laughs> so uh, I feel I feel safe now. It's a safe space. He'll yeah. have to uh, give his thoughts at some point. Like would, for yeah. for a movie like this that is so complex, I think at some point, yeah. maybe stay tuned for the socials. He'll, he'll do he'll some have sort of some film reference that nobody will understand. Uh, he's <laughs> insufferable, uh, insufferable. He'll talk he'll about com- his knee injury. Somehow. Yes, he'll compare it to some movie that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, except for him and Alonzo, it'll be great. Everyone's looking forward to it. We're super excited. Uh, we're talking about Christmas uh, uh, on Cherry Lane. Is it on? I think it's on. I think it's on Cherry Lane. Uh, If you didn't see it, I'll tell you all about it. Originally aired on December 9th, 2023, and it went a little something like this. Uh, First, we meet John and his wife, Lizzie. She's pregnant, and they just moved into uh, a house, and they're going to have Christmas on Cherry Lane. Is it the right time for that? It is. Uh, They have so much to do before baby comes, and it doesn't matter because they have each other. They have family coming into town tomorrow, so tonight's just going to be the two of them. And uh, John wants to get a Christmas tree instead of unpacking, so naturally that's what they do. Complete with Hallmark-branded ornaments, because we haven't done that yet this season, and I think we're contractually (laughs) obligated to do so. Uh, But her parents end up showing up a day 
early, unexpectedly, and without warning. Not the dream. Isn't it? Love when that happens. Next, we have Regina. Regina lives a few doors down, apparently. I don't actually know. Um, on Cherry Lane. She has two adult kids who are coming uh, for Christmas. Their names are Conrad and Winnie. They have a plan to get in and get out so they can hang out with their friends. But Regina has big news to tell them. She's retiring early. She's getting married. And she's moving to Florida. She decided today's a good day to give those three big news items to her children. They're really taken aback by this. She's surprised by that, especially the part where it's going to be the last Christmas on Cherry Lane. Uh, lastly, we meet Mike and Z. Uh, they are married and we're supposed to have a working kitchen by Christmas Eve. They have 14 people coming over and the kitchen is not ready. Mike is very stressed and Z calms him down by singing Silent Night to him like I did to my newborn children. Children when I was trying to get them to go to sleep. Uh, we find out that they're uh, soon to be foster parents. They're waiting to look here uh, if they're if they gotten approved or not. This happens sooner than expected because the social worker shows up and tells them that not only are they approved, but they're, uh, the, a foster daughter is able to come tonight if they're willing. And uh, apparently they're going to have a big welcome party because 14 people are coming over. And uh, they say, yes, we're ready. Um, and also we find out going into the first commercial break that all three of these storylines take place at the same house, but in different years. 1973, John and Lizzie. 1999, Regina and her kids. And Mike and Z in 2023. Hashtag new Hallmark. Uh, now, all three of these families have a couple of things in common. One, they're all pretty stressed. And two, there's going to be someone in their life named Daisy who's going to be in all three of these stories. And Daisy has lived on Cherry lane for forever. Conrad and Winnie tell Regina that they don't want her to move. She tells them that she's thought this through. She's ready to go, but they're not. And they decide that they're going to work together to try to convince her that she's making a mistake by doing all of the old traditions that they used to do with dad when they were, when they were having Christmas on Cherry Lane. Mike and Z are both stressed in their own way, but they have each other. And Lizzie's family basically just keeps questioning John's ability to do basic things and also if he's going to be able to build the crib or not. He keeps saying things like, I own a gas station and that is not reassuring to them. John and Lizzie are good at calming each other down though, but other members of the family just keep showing up one after the other. We find out that Z was a foster child after his parents passed away when he was four uh, and he's excited to be, um, uh, be for th a kid what his foster parents were for him and uh, just just as he's having this sweet heart-to-heart -heart with Daisy, they hear Mike uh, yell. The island flipped over and ruined the turkey. John and Lizzie and her entire family go Christmas caroling, and that's when they meet Daisy back in 1973. At this time, she's a college student spending Christmas alone because her parents are traveling, so they invite Daisy to spend Christmas with them. Conrad and Winnie start doing some of the family traditions such as blind Christmas rapping, hoping that it's going to make their mom want to stay. I mean, pick a better game. Uh, Mike has <laughs> another freak out. If they can't keep the turkey safe, how are they going to be able to keep a kid safe? Z says that he's not sure, but he does want to find out. Uh, and just when they uh, 
uh, are having this moment, they get good news. The kitchen is almost done, followed by bad news. The power goes out. John gets a call from the police that someone broke into his gas station, so he rushes to meet with the police to see what the damage is. Conrad tries to doobie-doo a Christmas song. Again, another tradition, another swing and a miss, bud. Regina stops him and says, I can't take any more of what you're doing. And also, I know what you're doing. I loved our time here, but I'm not going to change my mind. I need you to get on board with that. Conrad says, I'm not going to get on board with that. And he leaves. Uh, John makes buddies with the cop, and they bond over being soon-to-be dads. But he gets a call that Lizzie is gone the labor but there's a problem we're in the middle middle of a blizzard the police officer agrees to give him a ride because he has uh lights sirens and that's all you need to fight a blizzard uh the power gets turned back on and mike and z's house has a kitchen and it's done but mike still hasn't returned home with the food John makes it home just in time because the baby is coming. Luckily, the cop can do anything. And uh, basically, the big takeaway here is cops are basically doctors. Uh, Turns out Mike and Daisy are uh, stranded at the restaurant. The car isn't starting. And also, this is a fun fact. Mike's restaurant is John's old gas station, which is just a cool thing. Anywho, Winnie shows up. 20 plus years later, she is now a famous singer. Z is her manager and uh, Conrad and Winnie are going to give them a ride in uh, the same car that he had in the 90s, just a little bit more fixed up because she's a famous singer now and she can uh, pay to do that. Uh, Conrad returns home and uh, jumps in to help the family. He wasn't going to miss out on the last Christmas on Cherry Lane. Uh, The baby is here and everyone is happy. Turns out that the cop is Greg, Regina's late husband and uh, and Conrad and Winnie's dad. I guess when they sell the house they sell it to greg and regina and that's when they move in to cherry lane they named the baby ivy we find out that ivy later in 1999 took in a foster kid named sam sam was z's nickname when he was a kid now in 2023 z is bringing a foster kid in we're all connected here we see all the families and all the years having christmas together and john and lizzie kiss because we need that to end the movie and that my friends was christmas Christmas on cherry lane Someone needs to get Brandon Gatorade. Okay, you go wow, Zach. Yeah, I got to be honest. This is the hardest I've worked in years. Brand, this, I don't uh, think that could have been done any better. <laughs> that was for a complicated story like this. I think a, a lot. Of, I think a lot of people doubted me out there. A, a lot of there people a lot doubted of me. A lot of haters. Yeah, I get it. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We're all gonna review this movie when we get back here on Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. Ryan, holiday shopping is my least favorite thing in the world. I know that about you. It, I, I, well, because I just, I care too much. That's my problem. It I care problem. too much. Yep. And I try to find the perfect gift for everybody. And I'm like, surely it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Well, have you heard? What? About, you know, I did this last year for my parents. Uh-huh. They just got another one. Oh. A skylight frame. I know about you the skylight frame. Surely you We have, have one here in the we office. We do. It's, it's, it's really actually, fun. that's one of the best ideas you've ever had. It's kind of the perfect gift because no matter where you live in the country, you can send pictures to the frame. And it keeps updating automatically so that if your parents live across the country or or even like my parents do just up up the road, they still love it because I can send pictures of my kids to their skylight frame and it keeps them updated on what they're doing. And it 
it also looks really great. Oh, it's yeah. just beautiful frame, and it just slides slow slide shows it's through still slides slow. That's exactly right. It slide shows through all those pictures, and uh, it, it, this touch screen. It's really easy to use. My mom likes to comment on the pictures I uh-huh. send of my boys. I love that. It's a, it's it's fantastic. It's the perfect gift. So as a special limited time offer for you, our listeners, you can get fifteen dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com. .com/deck to get $15 off your purchase of a skylight frame just go to skylightframe.com/deck that is s k y l i g h t f r a m e.com/deck it's the holiday season, and you might be looking for some nutritious, flavorful meals that fuel you on those jam-packed days, but don't take you a ton of time to prepare. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Factor. It's America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service that you can eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with a chef-prepared, uh, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meal delivered straight to your door. Brian, I have... Had Factor for a while now, and I got to tell you, I love it. You can I, tell. I, because here's the thing. It's just to pop that sucker in the micro, microwave situation, and you, I, I've had microwave meals in the past, and I'm just like, y- you can tell. Yeah. With this, you cannot tell. I don't know how they do it. You take it out, it's flavorful, it tastes fresh, the meals are delicious, you can tell that it was uh, uh, created with love. They're so good, Brian. You know what I do with them? What's that? Stovetop. You, you can warm it. them up right on the stovetop as well. That. I love that. I don't know. Not better. Probably better than anything else that's pre-prepared. It's, it's insane. The, the, something pre-prepared like this should not taste as good as it does. I, I cannot uh, express to you in any clearer words just how much this has changed my life. It's amazing. It's so good. And they have juices. I really like they the do. juice too. Chug the juice. While I'm not even up. a big juice guy. There's something about it that just works for me. And uh, it's what you need this holiday season to help take the stress out of meal prep. Head to factormeals.com slash DTH50 and use code DTH50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That is code DTH50 at factormeals.com slash DTH50 to get 50% off today. Welcome back to Deck the Hallmark. We're joined by the Girls Gone Hallmark. Uh, We're talking about Christmas on Cherry Lane, and we're going to break it down with four segments, the first of which is the hot take. It is where we share exactly how we felt about this movie, and Dan's not here to bring us down. Let's start with Brian. (laughs) Brian, what would you think about Christmas on Cherry Lane? Yeah, Christmas on Cherry Lane. Uh, well, this storyline, what a storyline to tackle, first of all. like What storyline? This The multiple storylines, <laughs> all of them. The storyline of multiple storylines. Yeah, like, the way this was executed, it could have gone so bad, so easily. Like, you could have lost control right away. And it never, I don't feel like it ever lost control. I feel like they were fully in control of this story, each storyline, the whole way through, tied it together really well. I respect the heck out of this movie. Like, just for what it is, without any of the content being good or bad, it really, really, really respect that they put this together. I liked it. I didn't. I wasn't going crazy over it. It was a little sappy for me at points. Um, I liked the most being back in the 70s. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Wonder Years, so I kind of got those vibes of that story. That storyline included 
some of the cultural issues, like the gas shortage, the oil shortage that was going on. And I think that was great. I wish each storyline had more cultural and societal issues of that time, like kind of woven, woven, woven into the story. You wanted more political strife of 1999. Yeah, like there was some some wars I'm sure happening. You know, like, well, they did mention Y2K, which was, okay, I got that. They mentioned Nixon. Sure. So I, but... I would have liked a little bit more of that, uh, but good. What a what a great job putting yeah. this all together. Came together real well. Girls gone Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> what did you two think about this movie? Uh, well, I want to say I'm first of all impressed that, uh, as far as I know, the actual premise of this movie didn't leak. We didn't know what we were dealing with going yeah. into it. Uh, I certainly didn't when. The reactions on Twitter led me to believe that most people didn't, which I think is a big feat to not have people really know what's going on. I want to say, if I remember correctly, in in, uh, the preview shows, like I think the only thing they said was multi-generational. Yeah. And so I assumed that was all in one One related family. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't leak that. That was different. Yeah. I thought multiple homes in the same street. Um that reveal that we get going to the first commercial where the three main couples are on their porch and it's flashing back and forth and I'm sitting on the couch with my husband and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> what's happening? I thought that was really well executed. Um, and I think all three stories are kind of classically Hallmark. There's not really big swings in the individual storytelling, but I think it's a really clever way to keep the viewer engaged by having you, you trying to piece it all together as you're watching who's connected to who and who's the dad and all, all of those moments. And the, Oh, that's the restaurant. I thought it was interesting execution. What about you? Um, you know, like Megan said, piecing it all together. Let me just piggyback on that. I needed a freaking murder board <laughs> in my living room. I, I, I had to watch this movie twice. I mean, I got that it was like multiple families and whatever, but still for me, a little disjointed on like who belongs to who and how do they all know each other. And, but overall I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, very rarely do I get to a point in a home movie where I have to rewind it to make sure that I, that I, that I (laughs) saw what I just saw when they go to the first commercial break and it's the years showing the house, uh, because they don't really tell you that in the in the first no, uh, yeah, and so you're like, what is is this happening? Are they doing what I think they're doing? Mm-hmm. And uh, they did it, and I thought that they did it uh, masterfully. And I thought at the end, a lot of the little things that tied together, I thought were really cool. Um, you know, there are some things that I you know I I wish that I, one thing I wish they would have done more of is transitions within the house that show the house over the years. Uh, what I mean is like, there's mm-hmm. one specific instance where uh, they're in the kitchen in 2023 and it cuts and they're in the kitchen and you can see the different cabinets versus the, the new ones. And it was one of the only times in the movie where I felt like they actually used the house as a character and the house should have been a pretty big character in this because it's three different families in the same exact house over the course uh, since 1973. And I'm not going to do that math because I'm bad at it. Um, So yeah, just something like that. I think I thought would have been really cool. And, um, 
maybe it's, it's just because it's literally how I got my kids to sleep when I was uh, a new dad. But singing Christmas, uh, singing like Silent Night, just I was like, come on, man. Like uh, literally what I would do to my baby. Uh, so I thought that like uh, it just that felt a little and eh, like uh, uh, sure. like cheesy to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But overall, really well done. Um, I saw something like people were relating this to This Is Us and I never saw This Is Us, so I can't. Same confirm nor deny that. Um, but if that is what this is us is, I feel like I would actually be on board because this worked for me, this whole like telling it over multiple generations. Two thumbs and, up like, from producer Aaron. And, and, and like the t- tying it in at the end of that, like all those little things like I thought made made the end of this movie really stick out as being something special. But really cool, a really cool idea. And I'm sure. like, can you imagine back in 2018, like getting a movie like this from Hallmark? Like it shows the their yeah. willingness to take chances um, and also trust the actors to do their thing. And uh, I'll save it for my All the Feels. Uh, speaking of which, it's time for All the Feels. Oh, it's we where we talk about the things in this movie that gave us those feels. Brian, what, what gave you those feels? It was actually at the very end when all of the dots were connected and you realize all of the connections throughout the whole movie and how it all came together and is pieced together. Uh, it happened when, when it happened, I paused it and I look, and I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, it's all coming together. We're going to get to go from here knowing all everything. And then it was it was right at the very end. So they saved it till the very end. I was surprised it was the end. I guess that's a compliment to the movie. Like I thought there was still time left that we we're gonna get some more stuff going on, but it was really at the very end. So it was just how they connected it and all the dots. I think they did a really really good job and it worked really well. Uh, Megan, any feels for you? Uh, yeah, I loved the moment where Zian and Mike bring home foster daughter Tina. I thought I'm a big softie and it was a sweet moment. Everyone around her giving her that, you know, holiday moment. Um, I honestly thought that Jonathan Bennett and Vincent Rodriguez, the third were the standout couple of the yeah. three cherry lane couples. And uh, I loved the contrast of Jonathan Bennett's comedy in mm-hmm. this Wendy has a comment on the singing, but when <laughs> Jonathan aggressively <laughs> sings yeah. Christmas carols is hilarious to me. So uh, I loved the two When it them. was done comedically, it worked for me. When it was done yeah. like seriously, I was like, this 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 is not a thing. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm yeah. getting more cynical <laughs> in my old age. I don't know. Uh, uh Wendy, what about you? Well, for me, when we've realized that Conrad's beat up car is actually it's the scene where they're you know officer greg and john are leaving the gas station and they drive away to go have the baby or whatever (laughs) um and we see john's car is at the gas station and then i finally put two john is uncle ham i don't cry a lot with these movies but i did get a little like nose tingly Mm. like it yeah i that was real good. I thought, um, my, I mean, uh, um, maybe I'm going to be a little bit sappy because, uh, it's my anniversary in a couple, a couple days and I love my wife a lot. And, uh, in this, uh, in these movies, you, I never feel like they showcase very well, uh, couples that, like are just really good for each other. And like there it's the person's safe space is that other person. It always comes down to some sort of dumb misunderstanding. The thing I appreciate about this movie is in all three of these storylines, 
they loved each other and it was like the, the safe space for them in the midst of the craziness. It was the person that they loved that kind of brought them back down to earth. And I appreciated that Hallmark would showcase that instead of doing this thing where they like, you know, they love each other, but there's some sort of misunderstanding. And then at the end they kiss and they make it all better. Like through this whole movie, like the couple's, were the thing that like worked like was always on firm foundation. And I really appreciated that that happened. Um, happy anniversary, baby. <laughs> Let's take a quick yeah, break. A we'll, turn. we'll come back and we'll get to the way, what, and the, what the hallmarks here on take, take the, the hallmark. hallmark. Uh, Dan, I, 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 I feel like I'm just hearing the same songs over and over again this yeah. time of year. And I'm just, like Mariah Carey, she's great and all that stuff, but I want something new. I want something fresh. Have you heard about Canada's Prince of Christmas? <laughs> Who? Yeah, there's a guy they call Canada's Prince of Christmas, and you can listen to his music here in the States as well and all over the world. His name's Tyler Shaw. Listen to this soothing voice. Mm. Oh! He's got pipes, Brand. We gotta let this guy sing in front of like the president or he something. Has. What? And the prince. That's Christmas in your eyes. He has a Tyler Shaw Christmas, an entire album. You can listen to all of his music, Christmas and non-Christmas, wherever you find music. But during this season, yeah. Tyler Shaw is going to get you in the festive holiday Absolutely. Spirits. So if you're looking for something new this holiday season, look no further than Tyler Shaw. He's streaming wherever you listen to music. Add it to your Christmas playlist. Get rid of everything else. All you need now is Tyler Shaw this holiday season. Christmas in your eyes out right now. Hey there. Hi there. Welcome back. The Girls Gone Hallmark are here. Did you hear about that? I have heard about that. And yeah. I can tell right now. That oh, because you're watching yeah. it on Philo. That's right. Absolutely and you can right. see them and it's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we're talking about Christmas on Cherry Lane. It's time for the Wait What. And uh, Brian, I'll start with you. Anything in this movie made you go, wait, what? Yeah, a few things. Okay. Let me try something with you here, Brian. Play along. Ready? <laughs> oh, oh, fun. Role Rock. play. Paper, Paper scissors, shoot. shoot. Okay. That's how it goes. This is... This has happened multiple times where people play rock, paper, scissors, and they don't say shoot. They go rock, paper, scissors, and that's it. And that's what they did in this movie. And I get, it's ridiculous. Nobody plays like that. It's always rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You had no warning, and you, we did it right. Why are we doing this in these movies where they don't say rock, paper, scissors, shoot? It makes no they sense. They just do rock, paper, scissors? That's it. Yes. Man, that's reckless. It is. It makes no sense. <laughs> Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Okay. So You good? Yeah. Man, I, you, just, I, I could whew. tell there was something weighing on you all morning. I guess that was <laughs> that it. I got it off my shoulder. I Finally. Much better. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Oh, I win. So that's, I, we tied last time, by the way, everybody. Two scissors. Um, <laughs> this you, time I crushed him <laughs> with a you, rock. Brian. You're uh, rock doing a great job painting a word picture. Uh, he bought a James Denton's character, bought a new car. Everybody looks out the window, and it looks like a uh, 2015 Toyota Highlander, maybe. like it, it, he, I, I was expecting a new car. We, it didn't look like a new car. Um, anything worse than a chatty contractor? Holy cow. <laughs> now, this hits home for you oh. because you've been in contractor hell for like oh, a year years. now. Uh, and you keep having people come out and working yeah. at your house. So much work. And every time, sometimes you get the good ones who they they want nothing to do with you. They want to work. They know what they're there to do. Actually, it's great when the workers get sent and like not the boss you talk to on the phone. And those guys Could just you go, imagine a, con oh. a contractor giving you life advice, Brian? <laughs> oh, man. And after, dude. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, they come in all types, those contractors. But a chatty one, 
So like, dude, we're on a deadline here. Um, that's Aaron and I were we were kind of going crazy. It's like at a certain point, like you are not cooking dinner in your kitchen. Like, let's forget it, <laughs> forget it. Like it was <laughs> reckless. Yeah, you know, like at a certain like at that morning when you wake up and the contractor shows up with cookies and not a full crew, you're not using that kitchen today. You're just like not. buy a buy a turkey candle or something if you yes, want the smell. If you want the sense, <laughs> buy the candle. Absolutely right. Buy get get the takeout, open the boxes, it'll smell great. Um, and then the family portrait with dad, Greg, the police officer in his uniform in the family portrait was a nice touch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it for yeah. me. Uh, Megan, anything made you go, wait, what? Uh, speaking of things I need to get off my chest. Oh, here we go. This is good for us. It's a good therapy day for us. Conrad and Winnie coming home in 1999, and they set the scene immediately. We got to get out of here by 5 o'clock. We're here. We're checking the box, and then we're out. But then mom comes in hot with this news that she's engaged, she's retiring, and she's moving. And all of a sudden, Conrad and Winnie want to shut that down because – they're fully allowed to have lives outside of their parents, but mom wants to forget it. Mom needs to exist in stasis for exactly the moment they need her and nothing else. This feels like it's and maybe hitting a little bit close to home. Fired up. <laughs> Look, I got teenagers. <laughs> Those are just terrible children. They were terrible. Conrad. Conrad was, being he was like, the worst. hey, I want to get out of this house. You're selling the house. I'm not going to leave this house. Like <laughs> the, 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 the switch to I'm never leaving ever again. Such a brat, this yeah. was great. What else? What a brat. Um, I have something. We talked about it just briefly earlier, but the singing of carols. Look at if I was needed to be soothed and somebody came at me to sing a Christmas carol, <laughs> heads would roll. There, That is not happening. Everybody knows that I don't love Christmas. So if oh. you're trying to like make it better for me and you're going like to sing the, Oh Holy Night. Nope, nope, nope. It's the Hallmark equivalent of like, shh, calm down. Like, yeah. Nope, I, 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 <laughs> fired me all up again. I hated it. <laughs> what I, I, They did pick like, I guess Silent Night's a good one, but there, I wish they would have done like a funny one. Like I saw three ships or something yeah. and just see how we respond. <laughs> saw three ships. Come <laughs> yeah. um, and Anything else before I dive in? Or are you, are you good? Go for okay. it. Uh, I have a couple. Uh, one, I did get a kick out of them saying um, Nixon told people not to hang Christmas lights to save energy. And then Aaron Cahill says, I know. And in the background, there could not be more Christmas <laughs> lights hung in this house. So she clearly doesn't give a rip what Nixon says. Good for her. Ken, uh, uh, this was just a thing for me. And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just a me thing. Can you call anything other than a police station a station? Like if I say I'm going to, I got to get down to the station and I'm talking about a gas station. Are you, are you going to question Ooh. it at all? Like I know he, do, he owns a gas station, but yeah. it, it's, it's almost like I'm a vet. Um, sure. and it's, it's a veterinarian. Yeah. Like you can't say that I'm like, a Hey, yeah. stand up if you're a vet. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like and the veterinarians are standing up waving their hands. Like, yeah, we love animals. Get down to the um, yeah. get down to the, I got to get down to the station. I'm thinking for a second, I forgot he was talking about a gas, gas station. station. I was like, Oh, this guy's a cop. How about that? I got to get, I would call it a shop. I mean, a, it's shop. Like a shop too. Like, I got to get yeah. down to the station, get down to the shop, the gas station. It's different, different. than the police. We'll um, work, yeah. last but not least, I did get a kick out of the 
chatty contractor's advice, which is basically if you can decorate a room for Christmas, you can handle anything being a parent can throw at you. Uh, no, not really at all, like to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have kids. It is, it is true. There's really... No comparison to be made in those <laughs> two regards, decorating a room for Christmas and being a parent. They're two very different things. Uh, but whatever. He's a chatty contractor. He's trying out there. Uh, it's time for What the Hallmark is where we wonder what could have been maybe happened. Give us some clarity. Any questions that we still have? Lots of storylines around. They did a pretty good job of tying things up. But is there anything you're still wondering about, Brian? Yeah. Uh, well, my big overarching thing was like, Okay, like what happened in everybody's life in general? I wanted to know all that stuff, but specifically, I guess my big thing was the we were told the whole movie there was going to be this fourteen person dinner, and it didn't really look like a fourteen person dinner. Like, did they cancel the dinner and tell some people not to show up? Were there a lot of people at their house at the end? I it didn't feel like a big fourteen person mm. dinner. Yeah, maybe. So, no. what did they do? They changed plan. Finally, changed course and like <laughs> chill, chill out. We should a call bit. an audible. Uh, Megan, anything you're still wondering about? Uh, yeah, I have a couple. First of all, uh, what contractor is working on Christmas Eve? Because I got to tell you, the last time we had work done at our house during the holidays, I'm pretty sure they took two weeks off, which totally entitled, but they definitely were not here Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. Uh, is this the most expensive Hallmark keepsake ornament comer- infomercial we've ever seen? <laughs> Has to be. And finally, finally, I have to ask, are we genuinely supposed to believe that Evelyn Sawyer, played by the lovely Linda Boyd, is a good person? Because everything up until the moment where her daughter has a baby, the Sawyer family is garbage. <laughs> they belittle her and their son-in-law and their home and his job and their ability to be parents and put together a crib. And then she's having a baby saying, I, you can do anything. I believe in you. But apparently her adult parenting and adult child MO is like, I'm just going to tear you down regularly so that you never leave me. I had a hard time. Yeah. It's more one than way fair. to do it. More than, absolutely. Sure I, I do it to Brian all the time. So oh, it's okay. more than fair. Uh, uh, Wendy, any, anything you're still wondering about? Well, you mentioned at the beginning, how, how do Greg and Regina move to the house? Like does John and Aaron Cahill, I know Lizzie, do they sell the house? I like that's yeah, they do a throwaway line uh, when the cop is Uh, in the living room where they're like, Well, we're ready to sell the house, we're gonna give it to you. But that's Mm. it, they don't. Ivy said, What when Ivy and Conrad are talking in 1999, she says, Dad got a job in Michigan. Oh, so they she talks about leaving Cherry Lane and then coming back. All right, great. Got it. Thank you. That's just, that's, <laughs> listen, if you're not paying attention to every line of this movie, yeah, apparently, apparently you can miss Look, stuff you like know, that. I had to make dinner. I was totally watching and it. This is, closely. this is not the movie no. to be doing anything else no. during. It's like, you just, you'll be like, what is happening? Who are all these people? Um, yeah. I mean, my, my big one is the, the restaurant that used to be a gas station. I, I won. Uh, used to be the station. Uh, a great vibe. I thought yeah. that it looked great. Um, but uh, what, how did all that come to be? Like I, there, we do see some, some, uh, some of the connections obviously throughout how all three of these families are connected. Um, uh, the, the, I guess when, uh, what's her name? The daughter who turns into a singer. What is it? 
Winnie, Winnie. Um, knows them, so I don't know if she was a part of that uh, convincing the sale of the sure. gas station. I don't know. I'm, I'm, but eventually it happens, and um, he owns a restaurant that used to be a gas station. So interested in how that, how that came to be. What was that, Aaron? Winnie, Winnie owns the restaurant. Winnie owns the restaurant, oh. and, oh. and he Jonathan just runs Bennett's it. His husband is her manager. Yep. She, uh, he introduced Winnie to Jonathan Bennett. Jonathan Bennett is the chef. Okay. Great. Yeah, we know. Okay. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, uh, just as bad. Why do we have this show? It should just be Aaron. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, the same what thing. Are we even doing? Like, we've Honestly, what are we even doing here? I can't, I can't even. Uh, Girls Gone Hallmark, uh, tell everybody how they can. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a thing we have to do oh, that you yeah. can't hear, and so it's not really going to be fun for you. But were there any fights in this movie? Any fist fights? Any action sequences? Only one person can tell us it's Vic Webster. Vic Webster, it's time for Fighting Chance, bud. Come on. Fighting Chance with Vic Webster. Fighting Chance with Vic Webster. Was the fighting in the movie? Did someone get hurt? Is a Fighting Chance with Vic Webster. A Fighting Chance with Vic Webster. The only action this movie had was me ripping the Kleenex out of the tissue box. Man, this was a real tearjerker. A fighting chance with Vic Webster. That's called acting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an idiot. Vic Webster just made himself cry for this bit. And I want everybody to appreciate that. Uh, Girls Gone Hallmark, tell everybody where they can uh, listen to your show and follow along. You're doing um, quite quite a few of these movies this holiday season, yes? You can listen to Girls Gone Hallmark anywhere you get podcasts. We publish between two and three episodes every week. And you can find us on Instagram. We are at Girls Gone Hallmark. And we do have a really active Facebook group also called very originally Girls Gone Hallmark where you can join us there. It's just good branding. That's just good branding. Yeah, that's all. Uh, well, we will be back tomorrow with Round and Round. Special guest Jonathan Shapiro joining yep. us yep. Uh, for that. Uh, Sans Dan, I think we're kicking him out for the rest of the week. He's, uh, uh, at this point, he's on strike. He's on strike, yes. Until then, we're the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep, here they are. Happy day.